Hey everybody, it's your girl Lauren Reed from What Ice Radio, and you are now listening to the Lauren Reed Live Show. Let's go. It's just a public service announcement, sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and <laughs> recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho. This is state of emergency. What you want me to do? I'm sorry. I'm back. <laughs> What is up, everybody? It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here on Water Ice Radio. And you already know what time it is. It is time for the Lauren Ree Live Show. And as always, I got my boy, Jay the Gentleman, here. What's up? What's up? What's up, yo? Not always, but most of the time. <laughs> You've been good so far in yeah, 2019. Yeah. You've been here. We, we, rolling. <laughs> we rolling. We rolling. Neem over there shaking her head like, yeah, he has been. <laughs> but what's going on? Everything good? Yeah, everything's good. You know, things, same old stuff. Same old stuff. Yeah, Go out here week. working, grinding, hustling. Working, grinding. You were out working Synonyms, yesterday. Synonyms, you know. I think the whole team was out working yesterday. We really were. The whole, everybody's yeah. been like one of those weekends. Or yeah. Has everyone scattered around at different events. That's how it gets sometimes. So with that being said, shout out to the whole Water Ice family yep what eyes what eyes radio we're all doing a wonderful wonderful thing so make sure you guys are locked in and tuned in number one follow waterice.com we are your scoop to everything philly i mean literally everything philly Anything we try going on yeah i mean <laughs> if we missed it it's bec- not because we wanted to it's just because we got a lot of stuff going on sure um and then also make sure you guys are following water ice radio on all social media platforms and all major streaming platforms mm-hmm. um because we bringing you guys all the hottest stuff via podcast yep cool so today we haven't done a show like this in a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. So if you are a veteran Lauren Re Live OG listener, status, right? You know that me and Jay used to always do something called our Ratchet Recap. Let's rewind. Okay. It was more like you <laughs> <laughs> used to do but a thing called a Ratchet I Recap. Used to think, but you started to, I pulled you a in. A little bit, a little bit. Depending I on. Dip my, my toes in to see if it was a little cold. Be like, ah. Depending on what was going on, we, right. would, we would be okay. Yes, right? you're right, you're okay. right. Okay. But then we were like, you know what? We've given people a lot of ratchet stuff. Tons mm. of it. Especially, there's there's you a lot know, of people that could get it from. They can get it other sources. Mm. However, it's been a while. And we wanted to kind of. Bring it back bring a little it back. bit. A little bit, a yeah. little bit. But we had to bring the right person right. back to do it with. It's like a professional. 
professional. A tea professional. Yes. <laughs> um, so, but he also is very, 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 very good at what he so does. Afraid now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's I just going to do? Don't yeah. be afraid. Don't be afraid. Wahaha. All right. But he's also very good at what he does. Yes, he, he is. is a publicist. Um, for a lot of different people. I'm not even going to start naming names. He can name those if he would like. But everybody, without further ado, our guest today on the show is Antoine. He is from the House of Talent, PA. What's up? Oh, dang. He got sound sound effects. This is about to be lit. Now I'm ready to give the tea. Let's do this. (laughs) The the, the reggae horn, man, it goes off. Yo, I thought it was going to be a simple interview. I didn't know it was going to be actually fun. We got some fun. fun. We do fun stuff I'm from New York, so you know I'm down with the ratchet now. Cool, good. So, Antoine, thank you for coming to the show. Absolutely. Let's start Thanks off about with me. that. Uh, we work with you a lot outside of here. We decided, like, you know what? We should bring Antoine on. He always knows who we should work with, who we should not work with, mm-hmm. <laughs> and good stuff <laughs> to be a part of. So, first, we just want to kind of, like, let you give the people who you are, what you do. Your brief bio. And how you kind of, like, got there. Yeah. Sure. So, I'm originally from New York, but I live in Philly now. I've been here for a while. Um, I did my undergrad at Villanova University. Go nice. Cats. You know, two-time national champions in the last three years. <laughs> Just throw that plug in there, wear my hat. All so, right. ride or die, ride or die. Right. I mean, for all you temple people in this city. Anyway. Right. <laughs> anyway. Right. See, and this year, I'm not throwing shade. I'm just giving a whole bunch of sun so to blind people. So Initially, there's always someone here from Temple, whether mm-hmm. it's the crew or well, we a guest. guest. They're like TU people or whatever. Y'all yeah, so, run the city, for real. So listen, I'm going to join this right now. So <laughs> Look at our parades. There's like 10 people there. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. We can continue. We can continue. Right. Um, right. um, so yeah, I started my agency in 2006. Um you know, uh, I asked my mom for a loan to start my business. She told me to have a bake sale. So I come from one of them old school moms who's like, <laughs> I'm 20 something years old. You want me to have a bake sale. But um, I worked really hard, uh, got a job in production. Mm-hmm. I did, I would say about eight years of filming adult films. Okay. I've edited and filming and uh, used that money to start my business. So okay. that's my background. You, that's your bake sale. Did, that's your bake sale. That's my bake sale. Yeah. Cakes, cakes, cakes. Literally. <laughs> So I was a communication major. I knew that I wanted to be on television or in production in some way, somehow. Uh, My first job in Philly was on Eye Opener, PHL 17, the morning show. So that's what kind of got me into the television scene here in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And then you guys know I went on to do reality TV show, two seasons of Mob Wise, Mm -hmm. work with Mama Jones and Love and Hip Hop, the Jim and Chrissy, Val and Never in Miami. So there's a whole bunch of background Mm -hmm. in the reality TV world that I... could have posted on that. What? First of all, I love Jim and Chrissy. Yes. <laughs> but I, so I ultimately just want to know if they'll ever come back to reality TV. I know they did um, a marriage boot camp. They did a marriage boot camp with, with their mom. With their mom. With Mama and Renee from right, Mom Wise. So mm-hmm. they were all in there too. So we'll, we'll come back to, to I'm that. I'm not sure I'm willing to give that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know if, they're going to come back, if they'll come back to TV. That's all. You know, I just want to talk about that. We'll put a pin on that. We'll one. put a pin on that. Okay. One. Sounds good. Um, but. What kind of like made you finally decide I want to do behind the camera versus in front of the camera? So I just think that being behind the camera, um, one of the things that I've always said is there's no one that's going to pay me enough money to give my creativity the way I want to give. Okay. Um, so I need to do it myself and make my own money. I'd rather work for myself, collect X dollar mm-hmm. than work with somebody else and collect half of X mm-hmm. or a third of X. You have more control. Of what, Co- complete right, control. Yeah, yeah. And I think that one of the gifts that I've 
been given in life is the ability to see things differently than other people, but mm -hmm. through the perspective of the consumer, mm -hmm. okay. which to be a publicist, you have to anticipate what the public's already gonna think and how to maneuver. So tell people really, like people always hear, oh, publicist, 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 but I think you probably of all people would know what really a publicist Like does. in the most lame, like lamest terms. terms. Yeah, I mean, so the easiest way to say it is like, we're a lawyer. <laughs> I would agree. Um, so tell us everything so we know how to fix it. Right. And that goes with any client, you know? And so when you think about someone who is guilty of uh, a sex tape or committing some type of foul crime, mm -hmm. so to speak, and I'm sure right. we'll probably get into this later, right? Right. Um, you have to figure out how to explain this to the public in a way that your client doesn't look as bad right. or doesn't look bad. You know, you give and you take. Sometimes you take a, a, a hit on the chin for the greater good. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just tell the whole truth, get it out of the way, because in a month from now, you have another deal on the table and you don't want to mess up that deal and you mm -hmm. apologize, you know? And nine times out of 10, if it's somebody that I'm working with, um, and I don't like to give all my secrets away, but um, in the black community, you just put God first and they forgive you. That's interesting. I feel like I feel like with, with as well um, as well as being a publicist, it's like when stuff happens like that, you do have to worry about what you say, how you say it, even like clothing, what to wear, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So a lot of those factors go into how the public perception sees absolutely that, that talent. It's like going to trial. You know, you mm -hmm. want to pick the best. Do you want to pick right. the jury that's going to identify with with your client? That's right. gonna absolutely. that's gonna say, okay, you know what, this person looks wholesome, mm -hmm. or this person is ratchet. But I like the way they talk. They're talking directly to me. They're talking to the public. Remember, it's supposed to be a jury of your peers. Mm -hmm. hmm. So have you ever worked with anyone, and you don't have to name any names, but where you felt like they did something and it was just too hard to come back from? Because ultimately, sometimes mm -hmm. you things happen, and then you as try a publicist, you're trying to spin it, and you're trying to make them come back from it. Um, I will say that fortunately in my career, we've always bounced back. We've always um, had the ability to make the public believe us. Gotcha. Um, you know, but I think that um, when you when you find out who your base is, mm -hmm. you can always cater to them, and they always scream louder than those other people. Okay. They will, yeah, they will support you. Yeah, yeah I mean, the sure. president's a good a good example of that. You mm -hmm. know, he screams to his base, and then no one else can hear anyone else in the country. Your opinion doesn't matter. Your opinion doesn't matter. Because they're the loudest. Correct. Mm -hmm. And besides, like, he's uh, he's got one of the best mouthpieces I've ever known. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> in the history of the world. And Kellyanne Conway made America believe there was something called alternative facts. Right. That is As amazing. That is amazing. Alternative really is. facts. Now, while we may not agree with her and what she does, why, tell us why you believe she's one of the best publicists. Be because she had a certain a certain um, group of people tell a narrative that was completely false, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that spread like wildfire or through social media. Mm -hmm. I mean, you when you can get away with thirty seven lies in two minutes, right. and people still like you. You're kind of doing you're kind of doing your job great as a publicist yes yeah. <laughs> as a publicist yes right but again we're not talking about those people who know right from wrong right. education we're, we're not talking, talking about, about morality. The, right we're talking about what does the public right. really believe mm -hmm. when your ratings are still up when you have a sex tape scandal or you have like audio charges exactly. accusations alleged. it plays into it plays into everything all you have to do is make the public believe that the real news is fake and you obviously are in the position that you're in now. If I can't, I, I can't picture another president with as much dirt that this current president has that another president could get could away, away with, with ever, ever, ever. Well, in our lifetime, basically, the only president was like black or blackish. So, <laughs> like, even like even having conversations with like my grandparents or like right. you know family mm -hmm. members, whatever. I'm just like, how, 
one okay maybe one one little thing they might be, be able to get with two okay but like eighty thousand like there's like so like like houses like it's 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 phenomenal but you got to understand uh the realm in which these people play in right mm. so you have a reality tv star who knows how to get ratings mm -hmm. so when you know right. how to get ratings you know what to say to trigger people absolutely and, and if every day is a new episode people are still going to be engaged you become a personality so i like that character or i don't and mm. that's how you manipulate the public mm. you're tuning in you are, they are. That's yeah. the bottom line. That's the bottom line. And guess what? It's for ratings. And every news station, every outlet is going to continue to cover this. Why? Because every time you listen, there's revenue being generated. Yes, there is. When you're generating revenue, you're winning. That's the bottom line. So you have an array of clients and an age range of clients. Mm -hmm. I know you've actually had younger yeah. kids that you have, have represented and, and older, of course. So dealing with kids. Oh, Lord. <laughs> There's a lot of things I never right. was kids oh, or animals. Well, no, I've been very vocal. Um, I, as, as much as I know that I'd be a great father, um, a great parent, I just don't do children. I think I raised my younger brothers, you know, okay. I have a mother and there's six boys and okay. she's a single parent. So right. I did a lot of raising. Yeah. That. So now as an adult, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. They, <laughs> so, can, they can visit, but they got to go home. So how do you yeah. handle those clients with care? So, you know, most of the time the kids actually take to me, mm -hmm. which okay. is, you know, like a brother, an older brother figure. So that makes things help. Right. Okay. That's very helpful. It's more of like their, their management or the parents, parents that yeah. actually make the job difficult because every okay. parent sees their kid as the best. I'm going to say a star, mm -hmm. right? A star, right? Special. And then, um, what you find out is everything they've done leading up to meeting me is for them, not for the kids just and not for that. the kids' career. So I was gonna say like, do you feel like a lot of the parents are living vicariously through their, their kids? In some way, yes. Yeah. Okay. But the flip of that same coin is they're they're looking at it as, this is what I want you to be versus what this kid can be for right. the masses. Right. right. So if you're always performing at a block party, then you're just gonna be that group that performs at a block party. But if you aspire to do a different neighborhood or Disney or to be Good on television, different stages. Like right. That. You need to be able to be commercial. And I find that in the city, a lot of people just wanna be hood famous, mm. that's hood famous, mm. and not actually wanna go past their neighborhoods. Mm. That was very, very interesting. Um, so let's take a quick break. Yes. When we come back, we'll touch on some like current things that are going on and how you would deal with them as a publicist. And I think you guys will be very interested. We've had already <laughs> had a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Disclaimer, I apologize in advance. <laughs> <laughs> and I also want to just talk about how, um, I mean, people don't really want to talk about it, but I think that our, the state of the world that we're in right now, we're very racially divided, right? Mm -hmm. And how you kind of have to deal with those very sensitive topics where racially, sexual conduct things, those things have to be handled with care. And would you represent some of those people who are being accused of certain things? Are you asking me allegations? We'll get back to that. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. So stay tuned. All right. Sorry, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on Water Ice Radio. We have Antoine from House of Talent, PA, in the building. Um, there's a lot of good stuff and a lot of good information. We will be right back. Stay right there. We are back. We are back. We are back. Lauren Reed live on Water hey. Ice Radio. We got Lauren Reed, myself, Jay the Gentleman, and our guest right over here, Antoine from House of Talent, PA. <laughs> Giving us some gems, dropping some yeah, gems already for I those who this. you know who are cur curious about being a publicist and PR and all that good stuff. He is the man to definitely talk to, and 
we're happy you're here finally thank you we got it we got you here so we were just talking about this over the break a little bit Mm -hmm. so being at the right place at the right time for your um for your client absolutely so we're just going to use myself as an example so lauren relive is on the rise and you are representing me and you're like you know what lauren this guy i don't know i don't know name someone i don't know Idris Alba mm-hmm. was new on the scene. Let's just say it. Okay. Right, right, right. Idris Alba. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. At least you picked the right a, one. He's an upcoming actor, whatever, whatever. We think you should hang out with him. And you're like, and I'm like, no, I got a boyfriend. I can't do this or whatever. So the people really, I'm not, so my question is, is are some of these relationships, quote unquote, that we see on our blogs and stuff like that, people hanging out, are they really put together by the yes. publicist? It's, it's business. <laughs> it's business. It's like people judge you on who you hang out with. Remember, right. if you're a celebrity and you're not a celebrity with the in crowd, then you're really not a celebrity. Right. There are a lot of people that are talented and considered celebrities in certain communities. Mm. When they don't hang out with those other folks in that community, they're not really down. You know, gotcha. that's where you get, oh, that he's not black enough or she's not black enough because she's not with that person. Or if they were in that group of people and then branch over to or go over to the other side. Mm-hmm. She must think she's better than us. Ooh. So are you having those conversations with your clients? Like, yo, you're not appealing to the black community. You I have those conversations every day, actually. Wow. I have those conversations internally because up until this past year, I never really had black clients. So wait a minute. Mm. I remember the first time I met you. I don't think that though. I was gonna say that. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. And I was like, yes, I'm black, but I don't do black people. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> and he were like, not in this business. Not in this business. I mean, I've 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 come Almost a full circle. Okay. <laughs> Almost a full circle. You're like at a, at a half circle. Yeah, well, a little bit more than half. So here's the thing. Like, But come on, we've, we've gotten better. No, we've gotten better as a whole. Right. But Hashtag black excellence. Black excellence. <laughs> hashtag uh, black is good. All yeah. that stuff. All that stuff. Right. right. But the reality is that hood mentality does not sit well with me. Okay. There's something more than just working in Philadelphia or just working in New York or just working in LA. There has to be aspirations to take over the world. Yeah. And I want clients that want to do bigger and better. So you want them to have like the Beyonce mentality. I don't even need a Beyonce. I need somebody, <laughs> I just need somebody that's thinking so not so local, you know? But More that's global. So, that's so odd to me that people aren't thinking outside of just but, wanting to work but here. But is it though because you, how many people do you know that are from Philly and never been to South Philly and they live in North Philly or they don't go outside their mm-hmm. blocks or go outside their area I don't know, and I, they don't even know, oh that's there or not? Like it's, I get what you're saying now if I think back for myself maybe like five years ago being emerged into this business right now mm-hmm. that we're in, we see so many people, we see so many people doing such great things like aka Dev right now is over at the Grammys right. in LA. You right. know what I'm trying to say? Like, Chill, Chill is out there. Yeah. Suzanne Christine is mm. out there. Well, Chill's a perfect example because a lot of people didn't like Chill, but now that he's crossed over, boom, he's oh, everything. He's a new I Will know Smith. people who I didn't know people. I know people who did not like Chill. Mm. People from the, his own city, correct? Mm-hmm. Own block, correct? That did not mess with him, and now he's like he's on the Grammy board. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and now they're like, oh, Chill's cool with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because he wasn't black enough then, but now that he's made it. And that's something that the black community does a lot. They give passes to black people who don't deserve passes for stupid stuff. That's number one. But then when you actually make it, yo, that's my boy. Well, right. where were you in the beginning? Right. Mm, and we talk about, like, um, we do. about like support and how people are quick to support other people except for their actual people. Like, well, Philly is, Philly is notorious, in my experience, Philly is notorious for not supporting each other. 
Mm. We talk about that with a lot of um, artists, uh, artists that we here. interview, how they say they get a lot of love outside. Yeah, of, you like, go to they, Baltimore. They love like, to perform anywhere, outside yeah, of Philly, and they like they get like a lot of love there. Mm-hmm. So, um, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, we also kind of were about to talk about where those gray areas, especially touchy situations. Right now, we are seeing a ton of this in the news right now about sexual misconduct. Me too. Me too. Yep. So AJ from 106 and Park, uh, oh yeah, 106 Park AJ. AJ yeah. He then went over to tele the television side. Extra, he worked for it? Extra. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. just got fired from Extra due really? to some allegations uh, from several different women for sexual misconduct. Whoa! Just, literally, this is, just came out like yesterday, less mm. 48 hours. Wow. Right? Um. So I was talking to you in the green room about mm-hmm. this, and these are just allegations. They're just allegations. Wow. And. <laughs> They were like, nah, we're good. We're good. So that's what I was saying to Antoine. I was like, listen, as a publicist, why are these big companies moving on allegations versus real facts? Oh, I already know that. Yep. So you don't need a fact. Yeah. It's all public opinion. Yep. People keep saying, oh, I got the truth. I got the I got receipts. The receipts do not matter in the public court. I think that more or less matters for them for them personally. For them personally. Right. But like as far as the they're not gonna be like, oh, I'm not gonna watch it because you know, blah, 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 blah. But he'll never, but I, for me, I don't know if he'll ever be able to really bounce back from that. He'll be able to bounce back it, 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 um, with the right, you know, mm-hmm. moves. I mean, at the end of the day, if it is true that this did not happen, mm-hmm. this was a hoax, this was a lie, or someone said something inappropriate or misunderstood and he was fired without due process, there'll be a settlement. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so he needs to stay fast on his his actual statement. I tell people all the time that I work with, if you put your story out there before someone else puts that story out there, you control the narrative. Mm-hmm. When you control the narrative, you win this. So have you dealt with a situation that kind of was like maybe like me, me too, uh, sexual misconduct type mm-hmm. of situation? And how did you lead with that? You lead with the truth. Okay. It's either I did not do this or you would say, so-and-so has accused me of X, Y, and Z. There's no proof of this. Mm-hmm. This person's background is questionable. You know, in 1998, she or he was in a relationship with a ball player and said this ball player to X, Y, and Z to find out that she lied. She had to recant her story. Now you make her look really bad mm-hmm. or him look really bad. Mm-hmm. That's when you start pulling out those skeletons and you make your client look really good. What if your client did do it? That's only between myself and the client. Mm. The public would never know what's really happening. That's what that's like lawyer talk. Right that's there. that's what it yeah. is. You tell me the truth, we'll make it work. Mm. And there is there is a fine line. There is a there's a line that I will not cross. So when okay. being a publicist, right? So what does that look like? Um, I will not lie to the public. So you won't lie, but you're also not going to tell them, though. Nope. Okay. So what would it look like you lying to the public? just flat out lying i swear to you like they didn't do it when i know they did okay yeah i got you so if i say they didn't do it they didn't do it mm-hmm. okay. but if i never say that then it's a there's a really good chance that something might have may so have, have probably have. but maybe. when i do that i'm talking to the base of that person mm-hmm. and they're going they're going to go on social media when people are attacking that person and they're going to be like he would never that would never happen r kelly's a perfect example how many people defended r kelly mm. So great, let's lead into Good that. Segue. Wow. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going right into, into that. that. Sure. So morally, from the whole situation, I mean, we've had to talk about R. Kelly with several different guests mm-hmm. at this point. We even had this before the documentary right. came out. We know R. Kelly is a monster, whatever, whatever. <laughs> like I, it, it's no more need to talk about that for me. But from a public standpoint, 
would you represent someone like R. Kelly? Yes. Why? 110%. Why? So I'm going to say this with complete um, selfishness, okay? Okay. So I would represent someone like R. Kelly, one, because it's a high-profile case. So mm -hmm. my face and my name will be out there. That's number one. Number two, I'll be able to talk to people in a capacity where they would understand exactly what's going on and make, okay. a, make a conclusion based upon what I'm saying. So we have parents who have not done their job to watch over the children. Absolutely. Okay? Mm -hmm. So that's not R. Kelly's fault, right? We have parents and managers and publicists who said and did absolutely nothing. nothing. That's not R. Kelly's fault either, correct? His team, yeah. His team. Mm -hmm. So all these people are responsible for someone they knew was, quote unquote, use the word sick, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So holding him accountable for all these things, yes, that needs to happen. So I was, Kelly, this is what you need to do. You need to go out there and like, you, I, I, I'm losing my whole mind. You know right. what I mean? Right. But going out there and bragging would never be an option for me. So whoever told him to go out there, have that birthday party, have fans pop bottles and turn up, wrong. Because now you look even more guilty than what Correct. people thought. So it's a matter of just controlling the elements that you can control, mm -hmm. knowing that everyone already knows what really happened, but everyone's known that for years. So the public is just as guilty. Mm. It, when you put that blame on them they're like we contribute to this shit it reminds me of um you know obviously one of the biggest cases ever oj um and there he had to have a def you know a defense lawyer mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and it, i had a friend who in 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 law school they had to go over that case and they okay. had half the class be you know the defendant defense. and the other one the prosecuting and she said as the trial as the as it went on you start uncovering things they didn't know mm -hmm. if he was if he actually really did it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Still. like you know, you have these people in play because of that situation. Correct. Like you gotta have a team behind you to like, all right, you may or may not know what you probably do know what it is. He would have to tell me that he did it for me to believe that he did it. Right. I would continue to run the narratives that have been put out there and just exploit them to the end of its power. So let's run this back a little bit. Let's sure. say you were representing R. Kelly during the time where apparently he was running rampant with Allegedly underage girls, whatever we like to use around that the word. time when he was like peeing on people. Exactly, the video around like the sex tape time. Sure, yeah. Um, and like one of a lot of people that we saw in the documentary was like, oh, he was having all these house parties. The girls looked underage, but no one said anything. You were her, his publicist at that time. What role do you play in that? I would have shut him down. Okay. Because he had a career and a promising career. Mm -hmm. um, that was the height of his career, career. right? But th but those are the variables I'm talking about. Then was the time to shut him down. Now. It's like you can't control what's happening because you have a, out of the box. and you have a generation of people who didn't know R. Kelly. Right. Millennials don't really know R. Kelly, so no. his sales went up and his downloads went up because they didn't know who he was. So they wanted to figure it out. Exactly. So now what? Now you put more money into his pocket, mm. and he's not in jail, so he can, he can receive those benefits yes, of can. what you guys just did. Mm -hmm. So it was a smart play on his team's part. What I well, they tried to shut Lifetime down for putting out the documentary, but you can't. Mm. Right. It's it's money. You can't shut down money. Right. You know, because then you get into the lawsuits, which is more money. And then now it's like you're trying to silence somebody. When you try to silence someone, you're now guilty. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just another play for someone like me to be like, you're trying to shut my client up. Mm -hmm. Right. What are you hiding? Are these people authentic in what they said? Mm -hmm. You know, where do these statements come from? Where was this years ago? And I think a lot of people don't even look at those variables. They just read a headline and they run with it. Mm -hmm. So you try to shut him down. You can't shut him down. Are you out? I'm out. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm out. When you know for a fact that someone is doing something and it, continue and to it continues it. to do it after you've had the conversation, I got to bow down gracefully. The money's not even worth it. Yeah. And I will be a part of that documentary, Slam Your Ass. Right. Like the people that were on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they didn't... You have to have 
at that point receipts for yourself mm -hmm. because now you are like I'm blaming these people who were there as liable basically mm -hmm. for right. not doing anything you have to have receipts to say that I've tried to make this right for these people right you know but what you don't want to do is put yourself in a position where people after that can't trust you mm -hmm. you know as a publicist you know all this information it's never to tell anybody it's just if I know something about you, I'm like, listen, I know that you did such and such and such and such. Mm -hmm. I would never tell the public. But as long as you know that I know, you and I will always be cordial to each other in public. Mm -hmm. That's facts. So I know this is your girl. Who? Cardi. Love Cardi. <laughs> Cardi. He is a Cardi. <laughs> we, we I am a Cardi fan. We mentioned Cardi and her team often. So this, this is show. what I'm going to talk about. Her team. Are you going to trash her? Uh, her Cardi. Okay. Why? Wow, what you about Are they going to trash her? I was like, no. I'm not going to trash Cardi. I'm going to trash her team. I am not uh, a fan of Cardi's best friend publicist. I think she's garbage. Wow. She bah, 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 bah. <laughs> she's yeah. she is literally garbage to me. You talking about hood, you talking you want to talk about what did you what's your word did you use? <laughs> Hoofamous. That's some hoofing. But she built a career off of that. That's a no, lane. No, not Cardi. No, the, her the publicist. that's a lane right there because what are the what are the Instagram likes and stuff like that? That is like I don't want you as by association my, by association she's killing it. I don't need you as my publicist running through the airport with me. You right about that. Trying <laughs> to fuck people up. Excuse my language, but yeah. like some of the some of some of the stuff that her some of stuff that her some of her stuff that her publicists do. My, my, our 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 thing about Cardi, I think she's beyond world star. She's beyond all that. I agree, but that's the base. Remember where that. she came from. I get that, you, but. But I think because I think because you got because you already have that base, why do you have like they're gonna ride with you regardless? They I are, know, but it's always gonna energize them. And they, I feel like are. it was the perfect that was a perfect situation, by the way. Because remember, all these Republicans started to come for Cardi on Twitter. Well, that was before the, but, the airport thing happened before the 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 Republican. This is the thing when the like she the white lady I think it was the like white lady white lady in the airport and mm. she wanted like a picture with her oh, and yeah. he didn't want to do it and then she the white lady said something that's why your husband is cheating on you or something like that mm. and her publicist was like I snapped you up, snapped out, out on this lady <laughs> snapped right out. and I was like you gonna snap out on this old white lady in the airport like this is all wrong this is all wrong right now <laughs> it was such good and, news you gotta just take that L and be like alright but and, that was a TMZ moment and that makes money yo ugh, I get it but Skin cross. But we're talking about her publicist now. She made a brand. No. I don't. I, I don't. Know, I, don't I honestly don't even know her name. To be it honest, it don't matter. It's the girl who snapped out. And then Google. And then when she, then she, when she's like, people say crazy stuff on Instagram and mm. social media all the time. I think that's going to be just a part of being the being. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna have trollers. That's, that's trollers, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Always. Always. But the publicist that writes the like the two page long comment with that's all drawing. the grammatical errors mm -hmm. and. You thought by bitch and all that. Yeah. I mean, like, she's drawing Antoine. I know she is. But that's part of the brand. But, but no, they don't need it anymore. Need it anymore. You're sitting you're sitting next to Anna Winter, like, like you're good. Like you don't need to you don't but need to do that. Are no you more. though? And I love Cardi with everything in here, right? <sighs> but Anna Winter's a really that's a stretch. I mean, she still she still she has that cover up a Harper Bazaar. She's beautiful. But she's still a people, you know what I mean? She, that's Pepsi, the thing. Pepsi. Pepsi. She's she's uh, it's in the urban dictionary. She is doing I, all those listen, things I that we that. want for And she could do all that, like she doing do all that stuff. All right, cool. Whatever, whatever. It's whatever. a part of her brand. But there's certain I'm things. I'm talking about her team. Yeah. She. I will say this. From the direction that I see her going, she will outgrow a lot of those things. Good. Right? <laughs> and But right now is not the time. I don't, don't think. You don't think it's the time? Not right now. I think that she, I think there's, a, there's still some, there's still some, uh, 
unfinished business, you know, for Cardi in that demographic. Jeez, a lot so of crossover too fast, but it worked for her. She was lucky and blessed to have the crossover the so, way she did so quickly. So and and that's what we talk about. Like yep. she got to a point in her career where a lot of people take what 10, 15 years to get to. Yeah, like I'm, I'll admit from the day it it did not it took Nikki way longer to cross right. over mm -hmm. than it and, took. But, but, and to go to Nikki's credit, she didn't have social media like that. So a lot of it was kind of like it was it was grassroots. She right? took advantage of the, the reality the A&R, the whole A&R back yes. in the day. Yes, for she sure. took advantage of the, the reality TV thing. And right. She and she did everything right. It was mm -hmm. so calculated well, that I was just like, right. I can't everything. fault you. So you believe? So oh, this is a great question. So you believe that this was already in the works before Love and Hip Hop? Absolutely. You don't go on those shows without a plan. Well, did going you, on reality, did she, but she was only did for one season. But no, she, it don't matter though. She acted the fool did, and she did, killed did, it. Did she, um, how did Cardi start on Vine? No, Cardi started she was on Love and Hip Hop. Hip Hop. Okay, so what is she? Oh, she was a stripper before. She was a stripper before. Right? Yeah, I mean, she had a fan base. You know right. what I mean? But it's no different than Miss Twerksum, who has millions and millions of followers just for talking ass. No, I get it. I'm not, I'm not faulting her for that. I was, I was just trying to get the, the genesis of, of how, how she started. People, her, right, her public figure. She is. did the thing. Like, I, listen, I tell people this all the time. I am a fan of Cardi's story. Yeah, the yes. come up was How, great. The come up was great. It's almost unbelievable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I watched her on that season of Love and Hip Hop, and I was like, yo, this girl is so ratchet. It's, it was un, it was like almost unbelievable ratchet, mm -hmm. right? And like, is she going to try to be a rapper? It will never. Like, that's what people actually thought. Like, she, it would never. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, kaboom. Well, you told me. Well, she did everything that people watching her wanted. That's true. I was just gonna say when you when here's my thing. If you're gonna be on reality shows, I think you just gotta go for it, right? You, right. Have you, to. you got like what's the point? You gotta be the you gotta be like the villain. You gotta be the villain, or you gotta yep. be like right. that, that, out, that really outrageous. You throw you everything to the be. wall, whatever sticks sticks. And and that's the decisions that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make. As a, you gotta go either all in or don't even do that. And at all. she went all in. And, and, I, and I can't I can't be mad at she that. She went all in because when you do this is, this is a little thing about reality TV. When you do that and you give everything that you have, all your personality, good, bad, ugly, and indifferent, it is so difficult to put you in one box right. for that show so they have no choice but to show you as a kind person and as a mm -hmm. villain when you are just mean nasty you are always gonna be the villain remember this you, is all edited after she got fact. she got humanized like absolutely they saw her as a human and, and then but then but weren't you saying like even when, when she was trying to rap on the show like people like they weren't really trying to like they weren't fucking excuse me they weren't messing with her on the show <laughs> yeah. as a rapper because it wasn't really that good right and i mean it was just like and then she she was mess, she was not messing with but she was dealing with this guy dj self that was on the show mm. and he was trying to kind of like drag her and talk to all these other girls but trying to get her for like sexual reasons like mm -hmm. to put her on and stuff like that and it was like a whole thing about it but she wasn't that good in the studio mm -hmm. she's definitely not what she is now now she got like a she got a team well that's yeah, what i'm saying someone, someone probably saw the potential in her like you know someone what said she's if she get the right rhymes that's she talks a certain way that's in her right. yeah, yeah. Yep. she 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 legitimately yeah she legitimately um proved that it is possible to make it from the hood without playing basketball, football, or playing a sport. Mm. She she did it. I'm, I'm I, so not mad. I'm I, proud of her. I love the story. It's just that I want to really, really, I want to be a, what they call Barty fans? Barty fans? Barty, yeah. Barty. I really want to be a Barty fan. I just can't because I feel like I see so much potential. And She's some of the growing, stuff that, though. Some stuff that she kind of, like, dumbs it, like. And you know, and you're right. And I, and I have to agree with you on this because, um, like you said, with Nikki, it took years. And to be honest, what, we Cardi's been an artist. We'll say an artist for what two years. Mm -hmm. That's it. If, if, if that. So if we're thinking, if we're scaling in the bigger picture thing, I would say in the next three, three to four the years, the progression will be there. And yeah, a lot of those people in her team are not going to be there. 
So, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, look, look what she's going to be told. Her team is going to be Look totally what she's different. doing now on social media, how people are attacking her. And she's talking about issues, like real issues, women's issues, right. body. Like, this is my body. Taxes. Just, just, Taxes. Exactly. She's a good point. She's a, she's a smart woman in yeah. that sense. It may not sound like it on when you read it back. Right. But no, no, you no, get it. To, you understand it. it. I was about to say, y'all going to be mad for saying this, but now she got someone actually writing her comments. Mm. Not her comments, her captions. Because before you be like, yo, Cardi, did you go to school? Right. But now, like, someone, they're like, that's right. They're like they're actually punctuation. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like it actually sounds. There's periods. Like right. Cool. We gotta go to a break. But when we get back, you talked about reality TV. I think you kind of like know a lot about reality TV, and we talked about me dipping into reality TV mm-hmm. a Uh-oh. couple of times. Right. Um, was actually asked to kind of do something on reality TV before. Actually, they're coming on the show coming up soon. Is that what I think it is? Yeah. Okay. It is. Who? So, right. I'll tell you on the break. We'll tell you. Okay. And I just want to. I'm scared of it. Oh, don't be scared. And I want to. We want to talk. We, I want to talk to you about reality TV. Let's get chatting. All right. So uh, it's your girl Lauren Reed right here on What Ice Radio. We usually don't go this long, but this is kind of good stuff. That is great. I know. We're here with Antoine and Jada. Hey, everybody, it's your girl Lauren Reed, and I got my boy Jada Gentleman here with me. And we are about to pay some bills, everybody. That's right. First off, shout out to Samsung Technologies. They provided us with equipment for our post and pre-production needs. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. And then we have the Newsstand Association of Philadelphia. They have over 50 screens across Center City with our show playing on exclusively. So thank you to them. Yes, yes. And last but certainly not least, we got Boom 103.9 Philly. Thank you very much. We are on their website. You can check us out. Go to the top of the website. Hit the website exclusives. All that good stuff. We got our amazing content, and we got more coming up, so please stay tuned. Yeah, guys, we're going back to the show right now. Don't go anywhere. Yes, 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 we are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What A Ice Radio. Got my boy, Jada Gentleman, here. What up, what up, what up? Still here. Yeah, still here. So this show has been Amazing. Yeah. It's not over. Mm-hmm. When we went to a break, Antoine, we were talking a little bit about reality TV. You've worked on Mob Wives, uh, Jim and Chrissy when they mm-hmm. moved to Miami, right? Mm-hmm. That piece of the show. So I did say I was going to put a post in on Nambi. I'm a big fan of Jim and Chrissy and Mama Jones. She's crazy. Mama's everything. She's <laughs> crazy, right? Is she really as crazy as she is on TV? Is an understatement. She is. She's not quite. She's just like the life of the party. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. She, she is definitely like the cool mom on the block. Right, cool. I live for her. I just I just happen to be a fan of Jim and Chrissy. I like their dynamic, whether they're married or not, and all the other stuff like that. I, I just like I like their their style of love, mm-hmm. basically. Thick and thin, kind of they like tough it out. Um I saw them on marriage boot camp uh with their mom or whatever. Um do you think they'll ever make a comeback onto TV just as a reality show? Because um, I know they don't mess with Mona no more. Well Mona's out of yeah, so that's why they went to Wii TV. So. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's, I think there's some possibility. I know that Jamie's got a movie and he's got some other stuff going on. He's doing really, really well okay. and I'm proud of him, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's possible. It's possible. Do you think reality TV can, people always say, oh, once a, re- once a couple goes on reality TV, it's over for them. Do you believe that? Um, no, I don't believe that. I believe that there's a lot of money to be made when couples do go on TV. You just got to be able to take that five minutes make it 10, 10 15, it, yeah. yeah so i mean i think a couple that could really well i thought would really thrive was um hank baskin and kendra oh i mm. remember that show i thought that they could have really they could have gone like 20 seasons i think they could have played it right i think they could have too but people feel like the reality tv portion of it is what caused the relationship to break 
No, so in reality TV, these are real real instances, real situations. Just uh, the staging, the setting is what makes it okay. seem not real. So basically the stuff is happening off camera anyway. Oh, absolutely happening. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, right. oh, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> that. Oh, <laughs> absolutely happening. So it's some, mm. some stuff where you're like, mm. yo, turn the cameras off kind mm. of thing. Mm. Wow. Mm. 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 Off camera, I'll tell you what really happened. With who? Them. Okay, mm. gotcha. All right, cool. So reality, TV, <laughs> so reality TV is one of those things where it can make or break you? If you know how to do it, right? If you know how to do it right. I mean, don't go on reality TV if you don't have a plan mm. or a product to push. Okay. And most of the time they won't let you push it, but you figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. And a lot it's of the loopholes. And a lot of money can be made on reality TV. Why? Because everybody watches that shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like once you're off, to, so uh, uh, after you're off the show or you continue to go on the show, um, you know, appearances makes a difference. Appearance fees, $2,500 a pop, $5,000, depending on how well you do, what your numbers look like. Mm-hmm. You renew your contract. You know, if you're a housewife, do you get a peach or do you not? Are you a guest up or your friend of? Uh, reoccurring roles, whatever the case may be, you know, you get paid as talent as well, depending. I'll, put, I'll give you an example. In AC, you know, the different clubs in AC, in Atlantic City, they'll still hire people from reality shows from 10 years ago. Yeah. Because people will be like, right, I'll go see you. Or like or like the Jersey him. Shore people yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, Pauly B, Brody, Jenner, all these people. Yeah. yeah. They made a huge brand out of it, you know. And again, like, Pauly D went into being a DJ, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he did. Terrible and, DJ, but they're going go yeah. to go see him. I mean, you have $50,000 a pop. Why not? Right. So I talked a little bit about myself in reality TV, and I've had plenty of people say, you should be on a reality TV show. I mean, and I'm like, I don't really think that I'm that. I mean... In my head, I think I'm. You could be in. on a reality TV show. You could definitely sure. be on a reality TV show for sure. See, I, that's a, that's that's what I get. But I'm also a low key. I'm a grandma. Do you mm. get what I'm trying to say? So I would have to step outside of a box that. But low key grandmoms do well on television because you have they're likable, very likable. But you also have this thing that grandmoms have and is don't mess with me. Yes. Because we just we just talked about how that's not you, but if you need to bring it back, don't make me get my switch. Right, and that would be your tagline. Don't make me get my switch. I think it's more of a. And then she got like t-shirts with the switch. Yes. Ooh, look, got a, like, look at you got a product me. line already and, and merchandise. They're branding me already, y'all. But like it's more so so about being invasive and you know mm. really putting your life out there and really. Having someone follow you with a, because what, how they promoted that little, someone's following me with a camera all the time. And you know what I mean? Other than, y- y'all know I got a real job. And there's also like <laughs> producers that'll like instigate storylines. Absolutely. And right. And it's some stuff that I'm just not willing to kind of like do. I mean, so you have to, you have to say to yourself, what am I not willing to do? What am I willing to do? Right. And then you put yourself in a situation that is so uncomfortable mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. before you even get on the show. And see how you act that out. Mm. Well, that's my life. Well, it's, I've been this, in this uncomfortable is, situations. <laughs> it's strategic, you know. If you're going to do a reality show and they're going to have cameras following you, obviously you have to get your employer, you know, to mm. agree to this. And they yeah, don't. I would to... never let them come to my my place of work. That would so have then, to be like. So now, so that with that being said, you have your home, mm. right? You have restaurants and clubs and all that stuff. You do your nightlife, right? Friends' right. houses. Friends' houses. But then you have, you know. Your, your business, which is what I radio, right? So right. you have that. All your filming could be here. Every time we see you, you're in the studio. If there's other cast members that have businesses because you do the entrepreneurial stuff, you sit them down, you talk about it. When they snap out on you, snap back. 
It's like simultaneous. You like control. You control. Your, yeah, you control your elements. Because oh, at the end of the day, I this is it. your He's brand. Just like, I get it. Yeah, this is your brand. Like, don't go on TV without putting your own brand out there. So ultimately, you're saying is don't be scared of reality TV. Don't be afraid of reality TV. Be yourself and just you, the true, authentic you. Editors can only produce what you give them and edit. I mean, producers can only produce what you give them and edit what, what they see for you. Right. So if I don't give them nothing super, super, super all over the top crazy. You got to give them some. Just a little bit. So you can get your second season. But nothing season. that I <laughs> season. Don't be boring. Don't <laughs> you know. be sure right. It's a Please don't be. Please <laughs> don't be sure. And Sheree, she, listen, she could be really good TV, but she was just caught up in being too pretty. But she got a peach, though. Yeah, but she, because, I mean, she's authentic in that sense. But she was... You know, little prissy misses don't really do well on television unless you're that with a, and you can fight. Gotcha. So overall, in all of what you remember of reality TV, who was the best who ever did it? Ooh, that's a good question. Because we, we come from oh, beginning. Paris beginning Hilton. Reality. There's so, no, there's so many good ones. Jackie Christie. Oh, she's crazy as she shit. She gives it to you. I mean, that's some good TV. She's and she's, good, she's, she's been on the show still. Like, she's on the show and just doing... And her her, her and uh, Doug Christie have been they, married for years. Like, you're still a band, they, like, basketball-wise. Right, and they still are together. That they says they're doing it together. right. Yeah. Um, and who else does it? NeNe does it great. I was going to say, you ain't going to say NeNe? No, she does it great. NeNe yeah. does it but really, But Jackie really Christie good. really gets it. She understands that. But Nene came so rich from it. Nene knew how to use her brand. Use her right. Yeah. Remember, she she did business after business after business. She actually took reality TV to a place that no one else in reality TV has done. Like she was on The Apprentice, mm-hmm. then she mm-hmm. did. Plays. But so was Claudia. Claudia yeah. Jordan. Yeah. She was. I was just gonna say Claudia Jordan. Yeah. But she was already you know popular and famous she beforehand. She was yeah. before yeah. Miss Rhode Island, Miss mm-hmm. Team Rhode Island. She hosted Miss she Universe, like winners, all yeah. that. Yeah. Cool so. person too. Shout out to her. We interviewed yeah. her. One time <coughs> I love her. Um, I work with her. So. Nene did a good. Nene did a good yeah. job. You know, I think a lot of people don't like her. They think she's really, really like dry and bland. I do, but uh, that's so. I just forgot about Candy. I think Candy did a really good job on reality TV because Escape was done, mm. and she got on Housewives of Atlanta. She kind of made a the candy coated candy coated nights and her own sex toy line thing. Yeah. She made that like a thing. She promoted her she's business. She's on Celebrity Big Brother mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Tamar did it well too. We don't have to like her. <laughs> she jumped on her sister's back, but everyone knows that she had the idea of the, the Braxton show and they said, we won't do it without your sister. Mm. And then she took the show mm-hmm. and she became this. I got this. She yeah. became this freak of nature. Yeah, no, I listen. She's good reality TV. <laughs> She's good reality TV. She good reality TV. I'm, I'll give her that. All right, cool. I know. Do you think little... she can sing? Hell no. She can't sing better than Tony. Oh, oh I, would, I would disagree with you on that one. You think she can sing better than Tony? Absolutely. No. Ten times over and beyond. You, Nima agrees with you. Yes. Well, then I need, if that's the case, then I, I need more, I need more, I need more receipts of it. Because I don't, <laughs> give me receipts of it. I'm not saying the girl can sing. I'm saying that she's not. Are you, so my thing is this. <laughs> Can't breathe. <laughs> Are you going seats. off off the songs or as as vocalist? Because my thing is Tony has better songs. Y'all both think that she's a better Who vocalist. Do you think I am? Don't do that to Tony. <laughs> Don't do that to Tony. Don't do that to Tony. <laughs> People like that yeah. little baritone. Yeah. 
Break my so heart. Y'all see? Yeah. He but was so bad enough to be. I love 90s R&B. Sure. I'm a huge Tony She was fan. a forefront of that. Still, still, when I hear songs from the first three albums. Bangers. Like, Bangers. Right? No, and she's but still performing. She's still performing. She's still doing shows. She's still a baby? She may still be with baby but like, or not baby. I don't but know. But like Tamar has got like vocal range. I was going to say. And ability. That was, that was my point. Until she performed live sometimes. She got some good nights and she got some bad nights. But I think most artists have that. But if you if you have, if you're in that register that Tony Braxton is in, you should never have a bad night. That's a good point. I don't ever, I don't remember Tony having a bad night. Right, because that registers. Like, I don't remember her like performing like live on like TV like, like that a lot. And she had a breath a lot. Recently, I'm a Tony fan. I, I like I her song. Listen, I'm not saying she's Tamar's not talented. First, not Tamar's first first album, but Tamar's first album when she came like out again, like when she was with her. Like, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Like the Hot Sugar song and all that stuff like that. A uh, Love and War. I like that album. I really did. That's songs I, that you could sing though. Those like singing. Those songs. are singing songs. Right. I got you. They are sang sang songs. She can do that. She could probably like if she was a church girl, you would be like, oh that girl can sing. Yeah, she a church girl yeah, though. She is a, there you go. And that girl can sing. Oh, what right? was that? No, she a church girl. I don't girl. know not anymore. I don't know. They all church girls. She, I'm, this is why. That was lesson number one. If you put Tamar, God in front of it, they'll forgive you for everything. <laughs> listen, <laughs> Tamar <laughs> is batshit crazy. She still love the Lord. I love the Lord too. But and that's why you can do anything and be like this. Please, Lord, forgive me. Go in front of the church, get saved again, <laughs> pass out, dumped in water, and they like, Lord, she's she loves the Lord. She is saved by Christ. You She'll do. be all right. She will be okay. You are wild. We all fall short of the glory. That's the <laughs> standard. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely it. We all fall short that of the glory. Not where this is going, but I get it. See how I you laughed it. and forgave me? <laughs> Good point. I got you. I got you. That's what the black people though. That's, yes. What do the white people have to say? I cannot. Yes, you do. <laughs> you, you can't do that to us and now you have to. You have to. What saved you with the white folk? I'm, I'll, I'll wait. Oh, the, oh no. White people are very similar. The same thing. Yeah. God? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's a God-fearing Christian. That's it. Mm. I'm a God-fearing I've Christian. I've never heard. Really? They lead with that? They do it all the time. Huh. I got to stop paying attention. Like, you know, I'm a God-fearing Christian, and that blackface was in the 80s. My parents didn't teach me to be this way. <laughs> yeah. They throwing that stuff in. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I wasn't raised that way. I, I come from a community I have my, my best friend. I go to church every Sunday with my family. Mm-hmm. We, we all heard it before. Yeah, it's, speaking of which, it's funny, and then we really long go to the break. I never realized that all of a sudden, like, Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber were all wholly sanctified. I didn't write their their uh Yeah, um after after the whole Justin Bieber thing, uh he kinda went into that. Which one? Uh so the, the, the last one the before last one he went he was into like church and stuff. Uh, when he was yeah, peeing yeah, yeah. in like uh the, the, the Carter Hall uh, hallways of like yeah, restaurants yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff oh. like that. And he like he was speeding in his neighborhood. That 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 thing. And then he went into like he very churchy. Her. Apparently they met at like they knew each other from before, mm. but then they re saw each other and stuff again at their reconnected, yeah. Reconnected you're at made, like their you, church. You mean exactly when oh someone's gonna be there, you need to be there conversation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like when I read their With I, the Lord. Are, are they on Vogue or something? Like yeah, that, their vote yeah, yeah. interview, like everything was about like. Don't get me wrong, I'm spiritual. I, I'm you know all that stuff, but their whole interview was about like how they go to church every Sunday and God led them in this way. Like I, I just didn't know that about either one of them. Mm-hmm. 
And I would just kind of like really like try. Well, before you go to commercial, right? Here's a perfect example. You have the President of the United States at a funeral and the Apostle Creed is in his hands. So you can actually read it if you don't know it by heart, right? Um, you have Barack Obama and his wife and you have the Clintons and everyone's reading it or reciting the Apostle Creed. Something we learned as kids, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. How is that these evangelists, Christian evangelists, don't give him any mess for not knowing it and not reading it? Mm -hmm. If he's a man of God. Right. He puts God first in this campaign. What you're saying? How you get a pass? I know the Lord. <laughs> we're going to break. <laughs> we're going to break. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we're going to wrap this up, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What Ice Radio. And we are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What Ice Radio. And this has been such an amazing show. Very cool. Very, very cool. cool. Not as ratchety recap as you it thought was it great. would be, right? I had a great balance. Okay. I'm with it. I knew some of the stuff y'all were talking about. I had those other stuff I had no idea what you were talking about. Say, but like, Justin Christie or whoever y'all said, I was like, Jackie Christie. Jackie Christie. Yeah. Doug Christie's wife. Yeah. They've been married for like We should years. do this as a group every week. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to you to come on like. That, Lauren would love that. Love <laughs> Everything. I crave it all this, the time. This would be great. Um, But yes, uh, this has been a really good show. You've also shed some light on some really good things from the public. For sure. Aspect Gems. Of it. Um, that a lot of people don't know. Um, but really quick, I think if you could kind of like sum this up for us, I think a lot of people mix up publicists with management, right? Mm -hmm. I think they think the two intertwine. But for the people out there who don't really know what's going on, what's the difference with the two? Um, manage, so I will say it like this. I will not, shall not, therefore not pay for anything for you ever in your career, mm -hmm. manager. Okay. Publicist. So managers put they, out money. They put out money. They they will do uh, the scheduling. They mm -hmm. will call and make X, Y, and Z. I'm here to get you out of trouble, get you in trouble, and make money from it. I love it. But there are times Pull when you on publicists TV. do work with clients, managers. Absolutely. I need to work with a I mean, it's easier to work with a manager than it is to work directly the with the talent. Yeah. Okay. Because um, you can explain strategies sure. better and you can strategize together mm -hmm. to make this happen. And then you kind of come back to the the client and say, hey, this is what we've come up Correct. for you. Correct. Yep. It. Absolutely. And then also, like, you know, getting your TV appearances, radio appearances, putting out your press releases, your statements, right. um, being your mouthpiece and being there mm -hmm. as your shield from the public. Mm -hmm. And then also realizing what the public is saying about you mm -hmm. so that we can say what we need to say to make the public comfortable. Right. Yeah. Any clients you won't take? Yes. Vivica Fox. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> well, that's that. <laughs> Me and Jay Lewis, I was not expecting that answer. I was, I was, just, I was just like a yes or no. He's like, yup. My bad. Man. By the way, I have a new TV show coming out. <laughs> so next question. What you got going what on? What you got going on? What's coming <laughs> I guess it's not a show with Vivica Fox. <laughs> Definitely not a show with Vivica Fox. Oh my God. The devil is a whole lie. Whoa. Um, bang. That's like shots. I need to get a shot. Bam, <laughs> Almost. All right, what you got coming up? So I have a new TV show called Spotlight Under the L. We're filming it here in Philadelphia. Cool. It's nice. like Philadelphia's version of Showtime at the Apollo. Because you know I'm, I'm like, you know, I got that whole Harlem feel. You looking for a host? Frankfurt Avenue, yo. <laughs> you looking for a host? I'm hosting it already. <laughs> oh. You like a side host? Like, yeah. Backstage? Actually, we, we, they, we, backstage. Are actually, we are actually toying with the idea of having someone like a Ryan Seacrest feel. Um, I'm trying to be the black Brian Seacrest, yo. All right, then let's talk about let's it. Let's talk. I'm being, no, I'm being, I'm being dead ass. Serious. I'm dead ass serious too. 
That guy right I'm making there. moves. Okay. That I'm being right very there. serious about this. You yeah. know, we're, we're, we're filming four episodes pre-taped, and the final four are all live. I should say the Blacksican. Right? Blacksican. Yeah. yeah. Like nah, but he knows Mexi- what he's doing. Black and Mexican? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Viva. Yeah. Um, what is it? <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm married to a Mexican, so I'm I, all about that. I know. She, tacos, burritos, all that shit. It's food for the soul. So, so, yeah, the show, um, we are now looking for uh, singers, like real singers. You have to be okay. able to sing. Um, we'll take rappers, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that that won't fly for, for television because a lot of a lot mm. of this has to be, you know, PG. Edited, yeah, PG. Right. right. Um, where, are you, where are you filming it at? So we're filming here in Philly, uh, 4416 Frankfurt Avenue. So we are definitely like... Okay. On, in Philly? In Philly, on Frankfurt Ave, mm-hmm. next to Church Street Station. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the actual L is like right under the building that we're doing it, so that's why it's called Spotlight Under the L. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're outside? You no, know, it's inside it's a building. Inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's a. It was a old dollar old Dollar Tree converted into a space for us to do production on the, the front, boxing, okay. ma- boxing gym and arena in the middle, and then the third part of it is a hookah lounge. Oh, cool. And mm-hmm. it's black-owned. Nice. Mm, nice, nice, See, nice. I told you I come around full circle with the blacks. Yeah. Okay. So when are we looking to kind of like premiere it? We're, sure? Well, we're going to have a party in mid-March to uh, with a lot of the local artists that are mm-hmm. here because we want to feature uh, local artists because in two parts, every Thursday will be a spotlight under the L night where if you're a singer, you can come and sing and do that whole thing, like spoken word kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Like while open mic. Correct. Got while it. we're filming the actual show. So. Yeah, so we get that feel. We have some great sponsors. Rolls Auto is one of the sponsors. Nice. The winner of the show gets a brand new car from Whoa, Rolls Auto. Nice. Need that. Yes. Yeah. And then CTO is working with us and whoever wins Wins will get a gig with CTL contract to perform and sing and get paid to do what they do best. Cool. That's I amazing. love it. That's I love, amazing. love it, love it. Anything else outside of that? Um, that's your biggest thing right now? That's my biggest thing, I suppose. You know, just my regular clients and... Um, you know, I'm really excited. I think this show is going to be great. We tried the gospel route, but people are just so afraid to sing church music. Hmm. Yeah, we the website and everything, Notes on High is what it was called, and people just don't want to sing gospel anymore. Hmm. All the church okay. folk want to do be Beyonce. <laughs> Crazy. But they love the law. So how can someone become a client of yours? Um, at least have $5,000 a month to start. Mm. Okay. You um, just X me out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, unless you have unless, a, unless you have something that is promising mutually, brand. Yeah, mutually beneficial. And that's the thing. I will work with someone who believes in their brand. All right. Now I, ha- now I got that. Yeah. I right can't, now. If I, here, here's, something, here's something that I always tell people. If I believe in your brand more than you believe in your brand, then we're not a perfect fit. Right. Got it's got to be equal. For sure. yeah, you, it has to be. And yeah. you should love it more than I do. And, mm-hmm. Okay. And just see it want to grow and know that the relationship is going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I have resources that I don't let people into because of that. You mm-hmm. know, if you're not where I'm at, then yeah, you I just don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want that to happen because uh, there are a lot of people who want to put money into black businesses or, you know, into other projects, but don't want to do it with the BS. I get that. I, I, we we talk about this all the time. All the time. Like, we want to support it, but it's just like here we go with the nonsense. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, that's great. Mm, I call I that. call them the blacks. Got you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, but if they want to reach out to you, how do people contact yeah, you? Yeah. Uh, social media is at House of Talent PA, and it's Antoine at House of Talent PA.com or House of Talent PA.com is the website. Ooh. Very accessible, and I'm very approachable. I, I would like to think, mm-hmm. um, and I've I feel like uh, 
this is the year for a lot of people who have small businesses. Mm -hmm. If you want to get it out there, and even if you have a little bit of budget, we can make that work. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's time for us to grow. It really yeah, is. Yeah, be about your business. Yeah. You, yeah. you have to invest yeah. in yourself. For sure. Because no one's going to invest in you. It's Not at you. all. And Especially in this city. It's, like you said, we talked sure. about it. It's, it's, it's tough. Like, this city will get behind you when you're, start, like, when you're there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think that kind of helps you as, you know, as a business owner or, or even a talent. Yep. You got to build that that toughness it's like if you want people to buy into your brand and this is so sad but i'm seeing it then people who don't look like us have to buy into it first when I everyone else is recognizing you that's when we start to recognize you i like get we that. Need that like we need that cosign i get that you know which is wild which is so crazy which is um, i don't get that it, i don't get it either i get it it's now. so wild i'm watching it happen i'm like this well, yeah. you have your own venue that can hold 700 people. People won't come to this. But if you if you pay $10,000 to go to that venue, not everyone's going to come. Yes. Yes. But you have your own. No, no, no. Right. We know. I don't. Yes. I don't. Yeah. It's know. wild. It's, it's wild. It's so mental. It's. So, I it's, just don't get it. Get, mm. We talk about, literally, we talk about it all the time. It's, it's really actually sad. You know what? But then don't get mad when things happen to us. Like, it has to be at, like, a certain... certain caliber you have to be like oh who's going to be there type of thing mm. oh who's your sponsor type of thing oh Ciroc not your sponsor then now nah, we not oh Ciroc boy is not going to be there now nah, we not down it goes back to be hoofness because at the end of the day well, as go. long as you can get those clicks on your instagram it's worth going if it's not on your instagram then it didn't happen mm. that's a shame yo it is we gotta do better yeah we have to do better well, Antoine, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being yeah, a part of sure. the show. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. Congratulations amazing. on the show. Thank I've you. watched it just blow up. Yeah, yeah. appreciate it's that. It's getting there. It's getting there. And I'll be the first to say, if I ever decide to dive into reality TV. Ooh, I, think you should. Yeah, I, I think you should do it. I think you should, Lauren. Uh, I'll, you know. There's a lot I don't got $5,000 against mine. It's fine. <laughs> no, because, okay. <laughs> no, but here's the, but here's the, look, here's, look, you funny as shit. That's the rules. Look, here's, here's the thing. No, here's the thing. Once 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 you once you become a personality, that money doesn't even matter anymore because you're making that in, in two hours. Right. Going to a club appearance. Right. With bottle service, and we're definitely gonna be there for your 145. Take a photo for 15 minutes, and thank you to the car. And that money. Be Maybe get on the mic. Hey y'all. Yeah, that's a pants. Right. That, no that might be a little bit more. Autographs are extra. You know that? Mm -hmm. Autographs are extra. You take mm -hmm. autographs, you gotta pay me more money. Mm -hmm. But a photo, whatever. We mm -hmm. done. Scary. They know that. You know what? See, you know <laughs> this is all to be continued. Continue, y'all. Yeah, we'll see enough. what happens, right? But make sure you guys, for now, are still following What Arts Radio and the Lauren Reed Live Show on all major streaming platforms. Yep. That is Spotify. Yes. SoundCloud. Yes. Google Play. Yes. Uh, iTunes. Mm -hmm. I, not iTunes. Apple, Apple Music. Apple Music. Apple iPod. Tune in. Tune in. YouTube. YouTube. All major. Yeah. All major. We there. I got one left that I'm trying to get on. And once I get there. Title. We're going to put it out in the world. Oh, yeah, title. Yeah, yeah so I need to get on Daily Motion. That's the second largest platform behind YouTube. Oh, well, Daily Motion. All right. So those two. So those two. <laughs> um, make sure summer. you guys are following us all there. You know, we always got the best, the best mover and shakers here in the city. Stop by to the show. Mm -hmm. We got another good guest next week. So make sure you guys are stay tuned. Stay tuned. Other than that, you always know how we end this show. Not all superheroes wear capes, but sometimes, sometimes they, they wear, wear headphones. headphones. Peace. Peace, y'all. We out.